So, did you watch uh, Raw this week? I did not know. Nah, me neither. <laughs> I, oh. I am going to catch up to it. I've heard some good things. Can't, are we going to pretend we watched Raw? <laughs> nah, we help. Nah, Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, people let us off. Raw's pretty shit at the moment. Yeah, that's right. Hi, guys. You're through to Shamat's bad with uh, Chris, the king of Apollo, Reed. Where's Apollo? I don't know. You tell me. You're the king. I, well, I'm the king of a nation that I have no idea where it is. I'm pretty sure the like capital of it's uh, Horton. Oh, God. Of all the things... I'd rather not be a king than be king of Horton. <laughs> <laughs> Well, technically, you're the king of Apollo. That's right. Wherever that is. And the king of Hor, Ton. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so for those who haven't unsubscribed yet, (laughs) what are we talking about? (laughs) Okay, so um, there's no structure to this. We're just chatting away about wrestling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Chris, I was just looking over some articles, mm-hmm. and I came uh, I came across a uh, Jordan Omog Behan. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Omog yeah. Behan. Uh, so he's that really tall ninja, you know, that you seen on Backlash. Yeah, that that guy. Oh god. That guy. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at that guy. I'm mad at that that match <laughs> he was in. <laughs> Oh, my yeah, God. the match was pretty bad. I mean, it wasn't his. his it wasn't because of him. <laughs> it wasn't even a match, really, was it? It was just the the weirdest sketch that ever comedy sketch that I've ever done. And I see a sketch. I mean, it was like, a, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. It was unusual. But yeah. we did. Uh, it's kind of funny. I think Andrew mentioned it before, which. To be fair, I wish Andrew would come on this so we can discuss him more. He said that, um, oh, was it you? I can't remember. Like, the, uh, WWE are doing what everyone used to rip WCW about. I think both me and Andrew have come to that conclusion at some point. Yeah. It, whoever said it is absolutely right. And online, um, the last couple of ones, including one of your, like, every time they show a movie match, I'm noticing the response is less and less positive. Like, yeah. the people who saw this one are mostly saying it's bad, and the ones who don't say, oh, it's okay, it's something for the kids to watch. But here's the thing. Why do you want your kids watching this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, my issue is uh, with these movie matches, they're going about it completely wrong. You know, when they first came out, I love. I didn't mind the Undertaker Styles one. It was actually quite good because yeah. what you have to consider is how shit Undertaker is now. Like, yeah, I mean, he can't put on a real match now, can he? Oh, yeah. he can try, but it won't be very good. Like that Goldberg one. Exactly. So with the quality they had, they did amazing. Yeah, they did what they could have done. I'm not a huge fan of the whole movie match thing, but that's... Easily the best one so far. Well, they've gotten worse in quality as they go on. I'm including the money in the bank here. 
the money in the bank was unusual at best. At best. I, and I, I thought just that was terrible. Shit. Ultra shit at worst. Honestly, watching that, I was thinking that I've just watched the death of wrestling. When really, wrestling died years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know really what? Just... You know these sort of like movie matches? I mean, yeah. of course, Mahadi made him famous. But oh, yeah. then Mahadi's like, you know, uh, Mahadi's a genius. So <laughs> they, you can have the best scriptwriters in the world and they're not going to be able to put up much better than what this has been. But I'll yeah. tell you one thing, TNA... I know I always like give TNA credit probably mm. more than they deserve, but mm. I did watch the um, Ken Shamrock versus Sammy Callahan movie match in TNA. They did that. They did. They did a movie match, and it was really good. Really? Yeah. The only problem was was the ending. I'm pretty sure Ken Shamrock at the uh, no, sorry, Sammy Callahan at the end um, passed out. Mm-hmm. From Ken Shamrock's, and I quote, uh, leg lock. Oh, you mean there's like... Uh, ankle lock. Was it the ankle lock? Ankle lock. Was it anything like the movie Champions with Danny Trejo? I've never watched that. No one has. It's got Ken Shamrock and Danny Trejo in. <laughs> and it's absolutely horrible. <laughs> like, it's, um, it's really bad. It's really embarrassingly bad. But Ken Shamrock still got him, man. How old is he? Like 55? Yeah, he's uh, getting up in there, but uh, he's not good if you're putting him in the MMA cage. But, but you know, he didn't the... do that bad for the, uh, in MMA. Who no, did like... he fight last? No, he was, he was good at first, but then he went to WWE, came back, and he hasn't had much success since he came back. He, he won a couple of fights, but like nothing major. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but to be fair, MMA in the time he was away, MMA moved on, like really yeah. moved. On. Like you start getting guys like Tito coming uh, coming out. Yeah, and Shamrock uh, yeah. saw what Tito could do. Yeah. <laughs> um, my who did he fight last though? Like, didn't he make a comeback before? No, I think he. Lost to Hoist Gracie in his last match. Hoist Gracie, that, that was it, yeah. yeah. But it was like kind of controversial. Well, it was controversial because Hoist need him in the balls before mm. finishing him off. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well. What organization was that in? Bellator. Yeah, Bellator. Of course, it was Bellator. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, li- I liked Shamrock back in the day. He was a pioneer. He was like the first well rounded MMA fighter. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, did you, pretty much everything. Did you know that him and Frank aren't biological brothers? Yeah, they're, they're adopted. They look like each other, but... That, it's so weird. They yeah. look like each other. Yeah, they look a lot like each other. Um, I mean, they're not even the same race. Oh, yeah, Frank is uh, Mexican, isn't he? Or he's yeah, what? Rico or something like that. Hispanic or something. Hispanic, yeah. And uh, Ken is like, is just Irish. Yeah, yeah, like one of them white, one of them proper white people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not the fake ones. 
<laughs> the proper ones. <laughs> Chris, you're so racist. I'm only racist against my own kind. But you're Chinese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what? yeah, that was what I wanted to mention about Ken Shamrock. He mm-hmm. still got it. Why? I'm surprised WWE aren't going for him. Yeah, I mean, they never bought him back, did they? They could do with, the, like, you know, now that they've got this whole, like, era where they want to promote uh, ex-MMA fighters, yeah. this is, like, the perfect era for Ken Shamrock, and he's the pioneer for this. Yeah, I mean, like, have him come in as a manager, managing someone like... No, know. he can still wrestle. They can bring him back as a wrestler. Oh, really? Yeah, like, he was really good against Sammy Callahan. And he can still do, like, moves off the ring rope and stuff. Is he is he still in shape? Yeah, he's still in shape. Oh, cool. Yeah, like, man, just, why not? Just, uh, I'm just going to Google what uh, Ken Shamrock, and I'll send you a picture of him in uh, uh, 2020. Do you think he could go back to UFC? Probably not, because there's being in shape and then there's being in old man shape. Old man shape is all about keeping your six-pack and your muscles, but once your reactions go, they go. Well, you could beat up CM Punk, at least. I would love to watch that, in both wrestling and in MMA. Oh, my God. If, if, if anyone like Shamrock lost to CM Punk, I think I would just... I think I'd just stop living... <laughs> I'd, I'd kill myself. That nearly happened to me before. What, you nearly killed yourself? Yeah, you know what happened? What? Paulie Malinaji. Oh, wait. <laughs> Paulie <laughs> nearly made me slip my wrist. Oh, my God. That, uh... How the fuck? Like, oh, yeah. I want to go murder him. The, I the think guy, he should have been killed. The guy Sorry. with the shortest reach ever. And the, the least power ever. <laughs> Beat him up. <laughs> to be fair, Paulie's had like five knockouts and like 50 fights in boxing. Yeah. So with the power thing, yeah, it doesn't really matter for Paulie. Yeah, I see Shamrock's still in ship. That's, that's cool. Yeah, told you. He's in like really good shape for his age. I think I, I think WWE should bring him back. But the problem is, though, he, unfortunately, Paulie's mm-hmm. hardcores are going to know him. So yeah. Either if you're a hardcore UFC fan, you'll remember him. Or if you're a hardcore WWE fan, you'll remember him. You will not know him as a casual. Yeah, I don't think any casuals will remember him these days. Or even hardcore like fans these days as well, because like he was he was early attitude era, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he was. He's. I think he came in in like '96. I think. Yeah. Just prior to that Attitude Era, and he left right in the middle of that Attitude Era. Yeah, exactly. And like, uh, uh, lost to Jogo and then moved on to back to the UFC. But he went to Pride first, where he beat up Alexander Otsuka and then got knocked out. Well, he didn't get knocked out. He he lost the match to Fujita, where he was like, he was winning the match, but he, he thought he was having a heart attack, so he told his corner to throw in the towel. Um, yeah, it's been a bit downhill since then. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know what to say, but you know what? Honestly, as a kid, when mm-hmm. I was a little, I don't know about you, but when I was a little kid, all I used to hear was Ken Shamrock is a beast, or you should see Ken Shamrock in WWE. He'd batter all these guys. Because yeah, back then, was... there used to be that argument that people thought it was real. Well, yeah. I mean, world's most dangerous man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you mean like people in the schoolyard thought it was real? In the schoolyard, yeah. Yeah. Like everyone yeah. thought wrestling was real, and then Ken Shamrock came, came, came along. And of course, we never talked about MMA because our parents wouldn't tell us what MMA was. For, you oh, know, yeah, mid nineties. Mid nineties wasn't it? No parent wanted to see their kids watch a blood. It was a blood sport back then. Yeah, I, I used to watch. I, I used to try to watch what I could on Bravo and stuff. Like. The, the match that like got me in MMA was Ken Shamrock versus Tito, but it was pretty much just because I knew who Ken Shamrock was. But it was a good match. The first one, you know, when Tito beat him up for three rounds and they threw in the towel. Would you say Ken Shamrock was the first MMA star? Yeah. I, like, I mean... I mean, yeah, Heist was popular, but just amongst the hardcores, not the casuals. A lot of casuals back then knew Ken Shamrock. Yeah, because, you know, he was like, he was the guy, you know, mm-hmm. in shape. Yeah. And he looked he looked apart and he fought like a beast, you know, he knew everything. That's mm-hmm. why they brought him in. He's good at wrestling, you know. You should check some of his, uh, go on YouTube and check some of his recent matches. Right, yeah. Yeah, he still got it. Um yeah, so let's move on then. So, mm-hmm. of course, Raw this week was a bit fucking weird. Did, did you hear the rumor? What's up? I think it's bollocks, and I hope to God they don't do this. Right. <laughs> so, Christian made a comeback this week, right? Cool. But it's not like a proper comeback, because from what I've heard in the rumors, he's actually like his injury is worse than Edge, like whatever his injury is. He's mm-hmm. not allowed to wrestle. Really? So, yeah. This week, all they did was like sort of beat him up a little bit. So, do you mean his injury is worse than Edge's injury was, or like Edge's arm injury that he got? Like Edge's injury was because basically they said he's not allowed to wrestle. Oh right, bloody hell! I think he's only on screen. Do you get me? They yeah. did beat him up a little bit, but I didn't. I don't think he does any moves or anything. But I might be wrong. I might be wrong. It, it, they're just rumours, aren't they? He might actually be making a comeback. Yeah, but well, you know, we didn't expect Edge or Daniel Bryan to come back. And they did. Mm-hmm. Christian did look out of shape, though, during the um, promos. Yeah. Uh, Monday. You know what my issue is? What? And what I've heard. Oh, man, you're going to love this. So apparently, because of all this injury stuff with mm-hmm. uh, Christian, they're going to yeah. lead up to a storyline where Randy Orton kills Christian in case. Seriously. Seriously. Oh <laughs> so, God. right, they're going to lead him in. Um, Randy Orton's going to kill Christian in Kayfabe. Of course, yeah. Edge's going to seek revenge. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, Kayfabe's dead. Why not rape this uh corpse a bit more <laughs> you know, I mean 
they can't do anything stupider than that. Those movie matches they've been doing. <laughs> it might actually be a movie match. Yeah, they'll kill him in a movie match. Won't they? Cool. Have Randy Orton push him off a building or something. Yeah. <laughs> or like when they killed AJ Styles, but he came on uh, Raw the next day and he went, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm invincible. <laughs> yeah. Why did they call him the phenomenal one? They should rename him the invincible one. <laughs> the undead. <laughs> the undead AJ Styles. <laughs> Zombie AJ Styles. <laughs> he looks exactly the same. In fact, if anything, his hair's even more fabulous now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Uh, yeah, so who are your top five favorite wrestlers of all time, Sean? Um uh let's see. Shark Boy. Yeah. Buff Bagwell. Yeah. Uh Vampiro. Yeah. Uh Gangrel. Yeah. And um uh who else? Uh uh I got it. Tyson yeah. Fury. That is an amazing list. <laughs> I especially like the inclusion of Gangrel. I mean, who <laughs> doesn't? Course. Who doesn't love Gangrel? <laughs> exactly. If you're going to make a top five list about anything, just include Gangrel, and the entire universe will agree with you. Exactly. I, I mean, hey, like... why, why? If if Randy Orton's going to kill Christian, and Edge is injured, why not have Gangrel come back in the uh, Avengers Brood Brothers? Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know if Gangrel's even alive. He is alive, yeah. Is he? Okay, cool. Let's face it, a lot of wrestlers from that era died. <laughs> you, you could do some uh, pretty cool movie matches with the brood. <laughs> Actually, you, you know, could. Yeah. Like, have them, why have don't like they ten... bring? Hmm? Why don't they do the fiend and the brood versus the brood? Um. Why not? Maybe it'll be a bit too uh, a bit too metal. <laughs> if you know what, what I mean. What do you mean? <laughs> it's perfect. No, I mean like heavy metal, not not warm, not not like SmackDown or Heat. I mean heavy metal. Yeah, I get what you mean. I was scared yeah. too many kids. How okay. uh, this is what's really weird about WWE. It's like you watch two different shows at the exact same time. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. If you, it's if yeah. it's so weird because they try to stay PG. But then they do shit like introduce the fiend, who is the scariest, most scariest looking wrestler I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and the, then they do the Jeff Hardy stuff, where he's like dealing with drugs. This isn't a kid's show. <laughs> it's all, I mean, it's not. It's not PG, and it's not rated. It's not R rated. It's yeah. sort of like they're trying to kickstart the car back to the attitude era mm -hmm. but they're not turning the ignition all the way yeah that's it like these movie matches are just that last one was embarrassing <laughs> that was the worst one wasn't it you know what yeah i'm gonna put myself on them here right and say mm -hmm. that these movie matches could be great and they can still make them great but they need to get uh, Abyss involved. Yeah, like like involved, actually involved, like in the match or just booking it? Both. 
get him involved in the writing, get him involved in the match. So you think Abyss can like come up with some good ideas? Honestly, I do. From what I've heard over the years about Abyss, he's meant to be a genius. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Like, who who would have thought having Mankind's mask and Kane's personality would be a winning combination? No, should I tell you why it was a winning combination? Why? Yes, he might copy them too, but do... I'm, I'm only I'm only busting your balls, Sean. <laughs> no. <laughs> I get what you mean, but I was going to raise a good point here. He might have copied them too, right, with his gimmick, but mm-hmm. everyone still talks about Abyss. Those wrestlers that usually copy one another, the copycats never usually get talked about. Uh, yeah, some of them do. Like, there's... But there's a lot of copying in wrestling, isn't there? But not like they don't get talked about like mm-hmm. greatly. You get me? Like, Copy. Abyss is well respected in the industry. You mean like fake Razor Ramon and fake Diesel? Yeah, does anyone fucking remember fake Diesel? But he's, he's Kane now, so... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but do we talk about Kane as being fake Diesel, ever? Uh, if we're taking the piss out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Which nobody does because it's fucking Kane. Do you want to take the piss out of Kane? No, I don't. He's, uh, you know, I might uh, go live... Maybe well myself yeah. when I was seven. Yeah, future president. <laughs> future no, president Kane. You know what? Excellent. I'd love that. Yeah, Kane's a good lad. He's in if my. I, was uh... Amer- I mean, he could like, like, go genocide on people, and I'd still vote for him. <laughs> or he just like <laughs> choke slams loads of people. <laughs> yeah, like goes to a Mexican border and starts choke slamming loads. <laughs> Just causes an inferno <laughs> across the whole border. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not getting past that. <laughs> Any Canadian that goes wall. in. Kane's wall of fire. Kane's wall of fire. Oh, that would be class if Trump like finished building his wall and then Kane goes over and burns it. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> but you know what? You know, it's really fucked up how much the McMahons have such a say in politics. Yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? Like, you you got to think, okay, how much stuff has WWE gotten away with over the years? Like shit tons. Yeah, like, like let me let me give you an example, okay? Back, back in the day when people thought it was real, they... Um, they didn't have as many like restrictions from the athletic commissions as MMA as MMA has had. So, like, think about this: in MMA, you're not allowed to do certain things. It's considered human cockfighting. But in uh, but for years, WWE were like, we're doing, we're apparently real, but doing all like much crazier stuff. Like imagine in MMA if someone ran in, if someone's manager ran into the cage with a chair, and stuff like that happened. Do you know yeah, what I mean? but uh, this is staged. No, no, but back then people weren't didn't know. I'm talking about like the eighties and stuff. <laughs> oh. So so they didn't have to. They were legal in I New think York. People, yeah. I think people knew though, even back then. Nah, man, they didn't know. They weren't supposed to know. 
really they didn't know back in the 80s that if you pick a guy it, that it's dead easy to pick a guy up over his head and slam him well they're, they're wrestlers they're, they've been wrestling you know they, they had wrestling in, all over America in school yeah I know but like apart from my understanding because mm-hmm. of course we weren't born back then I yeah. think people knew it was sort of like well, they didn't know that it was fake, mm-hmm. but this kind of young, young politicians and that they did. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, anyone with half a brain did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think um, people didn't really know what a fight looked like back then. Like, like, not a boxing fight, but like a fight with grappling. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's why like things are shifting now because MMA has gotten so popular and people re- uh, even me like mm-hmm. when I watch wrestling now I, I get bored. Do you get me? Because MMA. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just... definitely. Like I used to, I used to love matches that had like lots of technical stuff, but mm-hmm. now I kind of look at the technical stuff and I'm like, well, that that's not. You could get out of that easy. That's <laughs> he's not in a fret here. Sure, you know, it's fancy, but yeah, it's not real. You know, I, I don't mind the technical stuff because when you watch guys like AJ Styles, yeah, they perfect it. They do the technical wrestling to its best because they do, roll around a lot and you know, you like counter each other a lot. But mm. I don't mind that. You know what? I dislike the actual what? fucking moves. <laughs> well, like the big slams and the, the things big like that. slams and stuff yeah, because yeah. you just think to yourself, oh, why didn't you go for a double leg? Yeah, sometimes I do that. Like, why, why is he not? Um, why, why are you ducking under his leapfrog and, you know, running off the ropes? You don't have to uh, run the ropes, just grab him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, although, uh, I'd love to see more stuff like, um, like pets, kicks, and stuff. They don't do enough of that. Um, I know yeah. Styles does his bicycle kick, which is awesome. I don't know. They do a lot of uh, do a lot of stuff that would look pretty crazy in an MMA cage. Mm. I like to see some MMA fighters in corporate wrestling moves. Actually, oh, there's it's been a couple. There's been. I know. I seen the power bomb. Was that Randleman? Uh, Rampage. Was it? That was the one Rampage did. I'm su- I'm sure a heavyweight did it as well. What What was it like? A proper pickup or? Like it, it was more of a power slam than a power bomb. Oh right, uh, it's but you're probably thinking of Rampage. I, I mean, sorry, Randleman against Fedor. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but there's actually been a proper jackknife power bomb from Wes Sims. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> yeah, like the, the other guy tried to, to double leg him, and then he picked him up and just power bombed him. But after he power bombed him, he he sort of kicked him and got disqualified. <laughs> Oh, wait, why? <laughs> yeah. And then he celebrated like he won the world title. <laughs> Legend. He just ruined the greatest slam <laughs> of all time. It's hard to find that fight if you can find it. It's it's a good one. I'd like to see stuff like the shooting star press off the cage. Like, let him climb yeah. to the top of the cage in MMA and just, you know, do yeah. like a senton bomb or something. Move See, that seems, that seems absolutely impossible. <laughs> I know. I, I suppose you could, like, bounce off the cage like Jericho and moonsault someone. 
Although you could probably do a cross body off the cage. You'd have to be quick, right? You'd have to be quick, but look, think of this scenario. You're mm. on your feet, you've rocked, you've rocked the guy a little bit, yeah. he's a bit flat-footed, so you quickly <laughs> climb onto a cage, right? And then you do a cross yeah. body. <laughs> it's, it, it does nothing for the fight, but it's entertaining. <laughs> it's a takedown. <laughs> it would it count as a takedown. You're literally slamming your body onto their chest. <laughs> yeah, it's a takedown. It's a very unorthodox takedown. <laughs> Gets the job done if you land it. And if you don't, you're, you're pretty much finished. You know. Imagine if you miss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're a goner if you miss it. Yeah, you just jump on your back and <laughs> choke it. You know what? I've now come to a conclusion that all MMA fighters are cowards. Why is that? Because they don't do shit like this. Because they're afraid of heights. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's nothing else. <laughs> yeah. So you know what that means? I can talk all the I can talk shit about John Jones as much as I want. And yeah. all I have to do is like climb to my roof and he can't do shit. And I remember I remember going to a local event and there was a balcony above the cage. Yeah. I was just thinking, what if, what if a fighter like moonsaulted off that? <laughs> if this if this was a wrestling match, and that happened like, in wrestling. It's happened a couple of times, hasn't it? You know who done it? One half. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> One. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, Chris. <laughs> Going a bit dark there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you watch? Uh, uh, do you used to watch regional wrestling on like the wrestling channel? Yeah. Yeah. So do you remember Jody Fleisch? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, jo- I watched Jody Fleisch do that shit once. I don't know what arena he was in, but mm-hmm. there was like a balcony, and he did like a. Um, it it wasn't a senton. It was. Uh, what's the one where you have your back facing towards? Uh, where you have your back facing towards the ring and you flip backwards. Moonsault. Is that a moonsault? Yeah. Well, you I thought back... moonsault was forward facing, wasn't it? Moonsault is a backflip into a splash. Yeah, no, not a moonsault because you, you're facing the other direction with this. Oh, right. So, um, shoot and star press. Shoot and star press, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. He... He he did a shooting star press from the balcony into the ring. Oh wow, that's that's yeah. yeah, yeah. It was pretty it fucking epic. It's quite quite a fun to watch that Jody Flesh. He's always yeah, he is. Lots of high flying stuff. Ah, uh, poor guy. I feel sorry for the high flies. They're not really appreciated in wrestling, are they? What happened to Jody Flesh? He's still about, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he still wrestles. He's still in the indies. Oh, I didn't didn't know that. I, last when I was last time I saw him was like two thousand three, and he retired because he had a hole in his hand. Because apparently his girlfriend stabbed him in the hand. Well, in two thousand nine, he faced Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, as part of New Wrestling Evolution in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. uh, Fleisch competed in Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Cool. Gorilla's not a bad level, you know. 
Yeah, pro wrestling gorilla. That's uh, that's mainstream. Well, not mainstream. That's not mainstream, but up at echelon of indies. Did, did Flash never go to TNA? I think he did. Did he? Um, you know what? He might have gone to TNA for. It's not yeah. written here, but I'm pretty sure he went to TNA. Remember when TNA did that stupid like World Cup thing, where it's Team Canada, Team. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. England. I think he was a part of Team UK. No, I don't think he was. I remember, unless they did a different one, because they did I'm, it a couple of times. They didn't do it once. Oh, okay. I remember one time Team UK uh, showed up. One of the wrestlers accidentally dropped another one's head or something, and then like the TNA management got angry and just had the rest of the UK guys do the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, TNA was. You know what though? I actually really like Team Canada. Mm-hmm. Team yeah. Canada is a wicked gimmick. Like, forget the other teams. Team Canada is uh, one of the best things they came up with. On the back of that, they seem to be the best team back then. Like they were the more they did the most stuff, didn't they? They had Pete Williams and they had that guy cut promos. I forget his Robert name. Robert Roode. Robert Roode, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, man, Team Canada, fuck me. Um, what were we even talking about? I lost. Uh, uh, <laughs> I Jordy Fleisch. Uh, we got where we we talked about Jordy Fleisch a bit. What were we talking about before him? That's what I'm trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, so the whole Christian um, doing this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, not movie, being killed off kayfabe. Oh, yes. That, that is well back, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of subjects back. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the main one I wanted to discuss. I mean, what can you even say about that other than it's going to be pretty terrible? Like, it's distasteful at best. Yeah. I mean... Well, it's not like he's the first person of tried to kill off, is it? They killed off. Didn't Don't kill... you say it. Don't you say it. Who? Vince McMahon? I know what you're thinking. <laughs> it's not like the first person they killed. <laughs> oh, no, they, they had Paul Bearer get... Um, killed like box, 50 get times. Smashed, you know, get... Yeah, but Paul Bearer's the Kenny of WWE. Well, he's, he's not anymore. He's dead. <laughs> That's what you think. And I also had it with uh, Vince McMahon. Do you remember? No, I don't remember that. Oh, no, what no. That? I had to cancel it because uh, Chris Benoit. <laughs> oh. He decided to kill his family. Oh. <laughs> he decided, just woke up one day. You know, I'm going to kill my family. How <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris? Stop going dark. <laughs> I'm trying to stay professional here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help nah, I'm messing with you. <laughs> Uh, you be you, Chris. Off on me. Wrestling is so um, dramatic, isn't it? Yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? It's a mm-hmm. very interesting business. It's interesting how it's evolved. You know, it used to be real in like well in the past. <laughs> I don't yeah. to you. Yeah, well, uh, it's still it's still real. I mean, uh, try fighting you, Jack. It's still, oh yeah. <laughs> then you'll see how real it can get. <laughs> yeah. when, when keeping it real goes wrong. 
New Jack, like, oh, we need to get these guys to think it's real. So he stabs you three times in the stomach. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to cut open this fat lad's head. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him with nerve damage permanently until he dies of depression. <laughs> Way to go, New Jack. Oh, I'm just going to throw Vic Grimes off this 20-story scaffold. <laughs> Try to make it so he does. He misses his mark. <laughs> oh, is New Jack not in? Is he in jail actually? Uh, no, <laughs> he should be, <laughs> but he's not. <laughs> he belongs there. Uh, New Jack, if you're listening, um, you're my favorite promo ever. <laughs> Please don't kill me. <laughs> Uh, no, I do love. I do genuinely like New Jack because he's real. Why? Okay, that's why. <laughs> because he's real, he keeps it yes. real. <laughs> Look, it, if you're gonna be in a match with New Jack, the only person who knows what's gonna happen is New Jack. <laughs> you, you don't even know if you're gonna survive. <laughs> you're gonna get a baseball bat across the head like Gypsy Joe. <laughs> You ever see that one? No, I haven't seen that either. He was uh, wrestling a 60-year-old and he decided he, he got kind of angry at the 60-year-old so he got a steel baseball bat and just battered him <laughs> right across his head. Did he live? Oh, yeah, yeah he lived. Oh. But, yeah, this is, this is around the time New Jack stabbed that lad. <laughs> Who let these people in AECW Paul Heyman? <laughs> Who let these people in the wrestling business? Jim Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the um what what were their names again? Um Public you... Enemy. Oh yeah, Public Enemy, yeah. Fuck me, Public Enemy, man. Uh, yeah, what did they them. do to get battered by the acolytes? I- I'd love to know. Oh, there's something to do with like uh, they were like friends with someone backstage. I think it was Terry Taylor, and the acolytes just like uh, wanted to make an example of them because they didn't like Terry Taylor. Something like that, yeah. Like like the only reason they got in is because of him or something, and maybe they didn't like the attitude backstage as well. Like, I was watching that and I thought, why, if someone, if I was wrestling and someone was that aggressive to me in the ring, I'd just Mm. stop being professional and start punching him. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing though, like, when they're getting beat up, they don't know if they're going to have a job if they fight back, you know. Well, they didn't get a job anyway, did they? No. (laughs) That was the last time we've seen them. They should have gone out with a bang. The thing is, though, you seen who they went against, like Farouk and Bradshaw. He's <laughs> yeah, from what I've heard, Bradshaw, as much of a bully as he was, I, I've heard he's been knocked out by some pretty small guys in the uh, past. Yeah. Joey Styles is the the main one. Exactly, you know, Joey Styles from ECW, <laughs> the commentator. Yeah, I know. I remember. That's what I heard. Yeah, I personally, for me. Mm-hmm. I think what is about Bradshaw is, yes, he's a bully, but he's that other kind of bully 
not the kind that's like you know all big and tough because I, I don't think a lot of people are scared of him backstage like that but he sort of bullied you because of his uh, presence like because of uh, how how well, can I say how much say he had in the locker room well to be to be fair he's a giant strong man you know it doesn't really need much to beat you up does he he's a giant strong man in a world full of giant strong men he's one of the bigger ones though isn't he he's like 6'2 well not the bigger ones but he's like he's bigger than CM Punk yeah but he got knocked out by Joey Styles who's shorter than me yeah but Joey Styles is like ECW you know he's he, he doesn't give any shits good point <laughs> but that's all I'm on about if everyone else has stopped giving uh, like you know if uh, come on so were the outlaws the outlaws were ECW yeah they called themselves the outlaws so surely they wouldn't have gave two shits wait who's the outlaws not the outlaws public enemy oh right I was thinking you bitch outlaws in ECW <laughs> yeah I, that's right I mean the thing is uh, your public enemy you probably like um they were they were smaller than Farouk and Bradshaw. <laughs> they were pretty small, but that doesn't stop them from knocking them out, or even like you know a bit of self respect. That's uh, it's not that easy though, is it? It really is. I mean, like let's say they like fight back and beat up Farouk and Bradshaw mm-hmm. for real. What happens when they get backstage? They just beat up two of the boys. Yeah. <laughs> they leave. Simple as that. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, Fruk and Bradshaw's fault for going hard on him, going that hard. Remember when uh, Brock Lesnar uh, like started punching uh, Braun Strowman live on TV? Yeah. Yeah. I mm. mean, do you think Brock Lesnar got heat for that backstage? Did he fuck Braun Strowman? Got the blame for it? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty shit. Yeah, that's I really suppose... shit. I suppose Brock's like untouchable, isn't he? Yeah. He's he's the the main guy. He's the money maker. <laughs> um, Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar hate each other. Do they? Yeah, because I think at the end of the day, Matt Riddle hates Dana White, and Brock Lesnar is probably Dana's best friend. He, he's among them. Brock Brock, uh, Brock is uh, good at getting relationships with these uh, billionaires, isn't he? These rich. Bosses. I think it's the other way around. I think Dana White's really good at getting relationships with billionaires. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Da- Actually, that's very true. <laughs> like, that's if, very if he was, you wouldn't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, with Brock Lesnar, of course, he, you know, he went to WWE and everyone loved him. So straight away, yeah. Vince loved him. And that, that was his ticket into stardom, wasn't it? Yeah. With Dana White, though, how did Dana White persuade the Fatitas to buy UFC? Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. I remember because I had to do as an assignment back in university like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, And I was researching it. And even then, it was was a bit weird. Like, he was friends with the Fatitas. Yeah, he was friends with like high school or something. Yeah. But he's been friends with loads of people from high school. It's really fucked up. Like, who and else? like, I can't remember. 
Yeah. But I remember he's friends with quite a few celebs, like from high school. And oh. um, the thing about the Fatitas was mm-hmm. they were billionaires. And like, imagine you're a billionaire. And like yeah. one of your high school friends just comes and says, oh, do you want to buy this business? Yeah, I mean, he's probably like, I, I don't know. It's like, if what, what if Wahid became a billionaire, right? You, you've known him for most of your life, so it's, it, will it be kind of like that? Oh, no, they, they got money from their dad, didn't they? The Fatihas? Yeah. I thought they were self-made. Uh, no, man. But that, I, that raises even more questions, because didn't Dana White come from, like, a thingy background, quite a rough background? Yeah, it seems like he's come from a rough background, and the Fatihas come from, like, a rich kid's background. Oh, Maybe. it hurts my head, this. Maybe oh. Dan was a rich kid. Or maybe he just knew them. You know, maybe. maybe. Or maybe, just maybe, they're all into some weird illegal activity. Uh, probably all Freemasons or something. Or maybe Dana White mm-hmm. used to be the driver for the pedo ring in America. Oh, my God. Dana Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> what if Dana was like Epstein's driver or like the guy Epstein would go to to get chicks? Well, well do you know who that, do you know who Igor Zinoviev is? Nope. He's a former UFC fighter who um who used to be a bodyguard for Epstein. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, he... um. See, he... Dana hires them all. All his buddies <laughs> are hired. That's true. His career ended against Frank Shamrock, actually, because Shamrock slammed him and broke his neck. Ah, but he was Aww. a good—he's a good fighter. Yeah, I mean, you know, he must have had a great grip after you know kidnapping all those girls over the years. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, we we need to stop. This isn't a conspiracy podcast. We need. This to stop isn't that. Lord Have Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What the hell? Who the those guys are so weird, our Lord have mercy. Yeah, they're horrible people, then. Every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to that podcast. Yeah, please don't. I mean don't Google Lord Have Mercy podcast with Chris and Sham and Wahid. Not not this Chris and Sham, of course. It's some other Chris and Sham <laughs> from another part of the world. Exactly. Exactly. Right. right. Um, so yeah. Uh, what is your? Do... Uh, you go first. Right. So I got a question for you. Okay. What would be like your if you were a wrestler? Mm-hmm. What would be your preferred entrance? And I'll give you the options. Right. Come in with fireworks from the Titatron. Mm-hmm. Come through the crowd, right? Or come down a zip line? Uh, well, not come down the zip line. I'll tell you that <laughs> for reasons stated earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just like the the normal entrance. Really, it, it depends on your character, doesn't it? Like some people should come from the crowd. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but like, what would be yours then? Like, as what would be your like favorite if you were a character? What kind of character would you be, and how would your entrance be? Gee, I don't know. I've always like pictured myself as like a uh, Terry Funk. 
and <laughs> yeah, just like an old man Terry Funk as well, just getting wrapped in barbed wire and hitting people with trash cans. So would your entrance just be like you come out with like how the hardcore guys used to come out with like yeah, trash shop, cans and trolleys yeah. and shopping trolley full of weapons. Yeah, oh, and I, a can of beer. That's right. Oh yeah. All right, he he's. I had an idea for a character, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know how like how um there's lots of copycats in wrestling. Yeah. I I was thinking, what if you had like Sandman, but he's like. A, a normal he's like a local type of sandman so he's like a north fc sandman do you know what i mean <laughs> right so, so, so how would that top. even work okay he wears a football top right yeah and, and he's drinking newcastle brown ale or something yeah and he's got a snooker cue yeah, uh, he like does a move where he runs at people and he like belly bounces them and they fly out the ring. That's his like signature move. <laughs> this is the problem. Well, if it's North FC, what makes you think a he can run, b he mm-hmm. can stand straight? Well, he can run for about a second. Yeah, <laughs> the Sandman can't stand straight, so it's not like. <laughs> it's not yeah, like I know, but really... North FC can't get up once he's down. <laughs> Neither can Butterbean. <laughs> but that didn't stop him. Also, um, his mic skills would be so bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they'll be brilliant. Just talk like a uh, local. Yeah, I'll fucking do your head in. <laughs> fucking kick your head in, mate. Oh, you fucking wanker. Oh, you, what do you think you're doing? You know, and he downs his heel and... Yeah, he comes out to some uh, MC Mental. <laughs> MC Mental. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of like uh, music to uh, like you know, cut, uh, your entrance music. Mm-hmm. What would be your like preferred? And if you had to pick a song, what would it be for uh, your entrance music? So many, man. There so- is so many, but you must have one in mind, or just name anything that comes to your mind first. Like okay, the I was watching. I've been watching ECW on the network a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I started. I started at the beginning. Well, ninety three, and I just watched the TV up to events. Now I'll watch an event and so on. And they dub a lot of music, and some of the dubbing's actually quite good. Like they don't just use any old trash. Uh, the Sandman's got actual, actually a quite good song dubbed over Enter Sandman. Oh well. Uh, I think that's worth a Google. It's on YouTube. It's called, uh, it, it's called something like Cage Drat or something. Not not Smashing Pumpkins, but that's the song. Ah, see, um, I'll have to check it out. Unfortunately, I don't have my laptop right now. It's packed oh. away. So what would you do? What, what would you come out with? Actually, Ooh. answer the answer the first question first about the um, where you yeah. See, I'm I'm still a child on the inside when it comes to wrestling. Yeah. So although I know if I was a pro wrestler, I'd definitely be a heel. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be a heel. I'd want to be a face. And because yeah. I'd want to be a face, I can't mm-hmm. believe I'm saying this, but I'd take the risk and come down a zip line. Really? Yes. 
Oh my god, I would not just do come that. down a harness and just be like, it, you gotta admit one thing when wrestlers came down harnesses, they looked <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, oh. Sting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you get me? Yeah, that when I think about wrestling from my childhood, that's what I think. Yeah, it was a cool spot, but uh, I think uh, did they ever do it again after one heart? Nah, I think they might. Uh, TNA might off. Mm-hmm. TNA really pushed the buttons. Like, like TNA was like almost living in the past. Yeah, uh, well, a lot of, from what I've seen of uh, TNA, even in its glory days, it seems like be a lot of be a bit of a continuation of WCW. Yeah. In some ways, like you get a lot of the same characters, a lot of the same people working backstage, a lot of the same writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. It was a continuation. It's kind of funny how, like, it was because towards the end, I was speaking to my brother about this. You know, mm-hmm. um, when Bischoff went to WCW? Yeah. Yeah, he started, I mean, he joined a bit too late because The Rock had already, like, you know, taken hold. I talking about his second one in like um yeah or two thousand or whenever yeah two thousand second run yeah the rot like, had already taken hold yeah that's true I mean it was pretty unsalvageable at that point wasn't it mm-hmm. but did you realize what he done then <clears throat> what he pushed the younger guys like really pushed you know WCW's yeah. own talent oh yeah like. When they'd have Billy Kidman wrestle Hogan. Yeah. Or when they had um, uh, Booker T, push mm. Booker T back then. Um, so that's what I feel like what happened with TNA is mm-hmm. a bit weird because it was sort of like it continued from that. I felt like a lot of the guys that were getting pushed from WCW moved over to TNA. They yeah. got their little pushes in TNA. Like, Raven at the start of TNA got a massive push. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was a good push as well. I, I enjoyed watching Raven in TNA. I remember he was, like, feuding with AJ Styles, wasn't he? Yeah, AJ Styles. That was a good feud. Yeah. Ron uh, was... Killings got a brilliant push in TNA. Yeah, that, that I think they actually made him, didn't they? Like, in a way, because yeah. he just came from WWE and he was, like, K-Quick and... He's just basically a poor man's uh, thingy, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Poor man's bucket tea. A poor man's Ron Killings, I think. When he was K-Quick. That's how I see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. K-Quick was bad. Um, but no, TNA, I like the whole uh, the truth the, in yeah. TNA. Ron the truth killings. I, li- I liked when that came out. Um, yeah, I still like him to do this day, to be fair. He's a unique talent, isn't he? I haven't he's seen so of... fit. Yeah. You know, for a man his age, he's ridiculously fit. Bear in mind, he's been wrestling since I can remember. Oh, yeah, he's in shape. Since he's been a, it's been like 20 years since his first WWE one, hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And you look at his shape and you're like, what? Yeah, I mean... That's the thing. You see a lot of people. It's twenty years ago that like young guys 
just came in, you know, like AJ Styles been around for 20 years. Randy Orton, 17 years. Yeah, I, I still, when I think of Randy Orton and John Cena, probably because I stopped watching when they were like, they you did all the main stuff, but you I, still I still think they're young guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still think of them. Oh, there's that young Randy Orton. When's he getting the belt? <laughs> <laughs> You've been champion like 10 times, Chris. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Exactly, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Like, you know the day I was watching wrestling and they were showing, like, highlight shows and they showed um, The Shield's debut. Yeah. And it said six years ago. Wow. <laughs> wow. Does that make you feel old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> but you know what's insane about wrestling? What? WCW was around between, was it 1991 and 2001? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. In those 10 years, how much happened in WCW? Now, yeah. compare those 10 years to past 10 years in WWE. I mean, think about this. TNA might have outlasted WCW and ECW put together. Yeah, it, it has, I think. <laughs> TNA has been around since 2001. Yeah, exactly. That's like... 2002. 19, 18 years. Yeah, yeah. It, 19. Long time. To be fair, though, TNA is barely TNA now. It's Impact Wrestling. Yeah, it's, it doesn't seem... Is it... I, I, I don't know who's there anymore, other than Shamrock. Um. So... Uh, do you know Moose? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, he's an independent wrestler. He's like really popular on the independency. I, I think um, I've they, this before. Yeah, the, like his chant is Moose. Like Moose. everyone does it, and like they pump their arms up. You know, it's like you pump up the sham. Oh my but god! But they say Moose instead of pump up the sham. Does Does he wear like cowskin colours? Because that'd be yeah. that'd be it. Does he really? Uh, he has done. Oh my god! <laughs> I sent you a picture of him. I was on um, a piss. You know the thing about Moose, he's yeah. uh, quite popular. But I like what he's done. So you know how I think I was telling you a while back that Tessa uh, Blanchard, Terry's yeah. daughter, right? Yeah. She was TNA Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, right now because of the COVID crisis, she's not wrestling. Right. So what they've done is. The Impact Wrestling belt. She had the Impact Wrestling belt, sorry. But mm. Moose has just randomly stepped in, said, oh, I don't believe in Impact Wrestling. Like, this is his promo. He took out right. the TNA belt and went, I'm the real world champion. He Wait, crowned so... himself a world champion. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Wait, was she the man's champion? Yeah. Why? How? Why not? Is she, like, big and muscular like China? She's quite, like, she's not muscular, but she's quite tall. Damn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's sort of believable as well. Like, you I know, mean, that's, I just, that's all you need to be these days to look like you can beat up the wrestlers because they're all so skinny. Yeah. <laughs> like, it still looks a bit weird, but not as weird as you think. It'll be like, imagine Charlotte Flair fighting AJ Styles. That'd be pretty weird, I think. Not, not not totally out of the ordinary, but 
but they'd be similar sort of you know size kind of yeah yeah i get i get you yeah i mean it's just it's like watching superheroes isn't it you watch like what's the face wonder woman or whoever fighting honestly tessa blanchett for me is like the wonder woman of mma yeah. I don't know how WWE like let that one slip out of their hands. So was she in WWE? I don't know if she was or not, but even then, you know, WWE have the power to take anyone on the planet. It seems kind of weird that WWE don't seem to acknowledge Tully Blanchard anymore <laughs> at all. Yeah, that's another thing. They, they talk about the Four Horsemen, but they never mention Tully. Yeah, they're just on Ollie, Flair, Chris yeah. Pen- <laughs> Dean Malenko. <laughs> Dean Malenko. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Mongo McMichael. Have you seen that Mongo McMichael Twitter? No, I haven't. It's uh, just one where it like, shows all his botches. So basically, uh, Tessa Blanchard in 2016 signed for WWE. Yeah. She made an appearance for NXT, and what did they do on her debut? Jobbed it to Alexa Bliss. Oh, wait, why did they do that? Don't know. Then she wrestled and got jobbed to Nia Jax. Then really? she wrestled and got jobbed to Carmella. Who's Carmella? The really skinny one. Why the... Why the... Oh, so, yeah, that is weird, isn't it? It's not weird. It's almost like they hated her. Like, yeah. You know, this, she's not, I mean, looking at her wrestling skills, it's not like she's a bad wrestler. She's better than all the ones I've just named. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never heard anything before. But if I didn't know any better, I'd say WWE has a, I'd say Vince McMahon has something against Tully Blanchard. It wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past. Yeah. Sometimes Vince's like sort of thought process is irrational as well. Is he, I, I really don't know what he thinks. Because if he's cool with those movie, some of those movie matches, and he's not cool with like someone good, like, I don't know, Raven, then what? what is he, what's his taste? I don't know where his taste lies. What I think the WWE universe runs at is you sort of get common sense versus Vince McMahon and things yeah. <laughs> sort of meet in the middle. Vince McMahon's common sense. <laughs> yeah. So general common sense be Vince McMahon. <laughs> Remember when he wanted to sleep with Stephanie as a story? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. Vince is just... Like, like the thing is, Vince probably has people telling them, no, Vince, you can't do that. <laughs> I feel like that's the case, and that's what I'm on about. It's like common sense versus Vince McMahon. But, like, yeah. uh, most of the people have to sort of find an area in the middle, like a grey area. Yep. Exactly. Oh, God, I'd hate to work there. I mean, apparently Bruce Pritchard gets them exactly... Bruce Pritchard, yeah, well, that makes sense. He's now in charge of both Raw and SmackDown. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so the, basically what's happened is um, this time last year, mm-hmm. 
I've lost my thought process. So this time last year, right. uh, Paul Heyman and uh, Eric Bischoff w- mm-hmm. were given jobs to be in charge of writing for uh, Heyman was given to be in charge of writing for Raw and Bischoff mm-hmm. in charge of writing for SmackDown. Within oh, three months, beautiful. they sacked Bischoff. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And of course, they recently sacked Heyman like last week. Oh, man. But what they did was they sacked Bischoff within three months. Then they gave it uh, Bruce Pritchard again. Yeah. And now they've given Pritchard both shows. Um, jeez. I, ho- I-, I hope that Pritchard is not behind those, ma- those movie matches. Um, but you know what? I'll tell you something. If you compare Raw and SmackDown, SmackDown's been way better than Raw. Oh, since Pritchard took over. Since Pritchard took over, SmackDown's been way, way better, way more entertaining. Yeah, you know, I actually heard uh, last uh, this week's was really good. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, that AJ Styles match. You know what I loved? They gave a match on a two-hour show, forty minutes. No, I mean Raw, not not SmackDown. Like the the Raw that's just gone on Monday. Oh, well, yeah, I've heard that's good as well. Like, yeah. it's on the up again, but it might be Pritchard's influence. Oh, yeah, that, that, that might be. You know, he, he's been around for years. He's he might he probably has more to do with the success of the WWE than we realize. Yeah, I reckon so. Hopefully, we get to see better content coming up. Yeah, it's been pretty abysmal. There was no point in doing backlash. No, that was a that was really bad. That that was just a house show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so bad. Just no yeah. point. Um, I mean, I'm cool at the experimenting with things like highly edited match. Well, actually, no, I'm not cool with that. I mean, I'm cool at experimenting, but I don't want to see highly edited matches like that. Randy Orton and Edge one. You know, I don't even mind the experimenting. You know what my issue is? Not the matches themselves. The lack of any fucking drama. Yeah. You like, know, like, the do something do something during the show that'll get the fans excited. Yeah. Like, I'm not seeing anything that'll keep me watching whenever mm. I... But the few times I do watch. So far, I've been... hmm? Sorry, you continue on. So far, I've just been watching pay-per-views, and I've just started watching wrestling again because COVID, and I've got nothing else to do. Yeah, it must <laughs> be quite a shell shock for you seeing it like this. Honestly, it's completely different. It's yeah. remarkably different. I prefer the indies. Yeah. Is the indies any better? The indies are easier to watch. Mm-hmm. You don't cringe when you watch the indies, but I think really that's because you don't expect much. Yeah, so but I suppose like the indies are just they do what will entertain them, and that's usually entertain uh, other people. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Um, speaking of the indies, have you seen how the the industries changed now? I uh, haven't. No. So before it was like 
I mean, after the whole WCW and ECW folded, realistically, it was WWE and Mm -hmm. the independence, and that was it. So you went WWE independence, then TNA, like, sort of raised its hand a little bit. Yeah. But it wasn't quite WWE, like, not close to their level. It was, like, sort of midway. Yeah. Nowadays, that midway sort of market has boomed massively. Oh, you mean like the, the indie market, yeah? Not the indie market, because there's loads of indie shows, but you're in the, uh, the shows that have like come from the indie shows that are made, uh, going mainstream, but oh. they're like same level as TNA. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. So like nowadays, of course, you've got AEW, mm-hmm. which uh, I know it didn't come from the indies as a brand new show, but that's at that level. You see, yeah. Impact Wrestling's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, Global Force Wrestling is sort of weird. Like, I can't even, I'll explain Global Force to you, but it'll kind of blow your mind. Okay, go on. I've, um, I'm listening. So, Jeff Jarrett, mm-hmm. like, after the, the TNA, Jeff Jarrett went and created a new wrestling organization called Global Force Wrestling. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember that. Um, yeah, it wasn't great, but he did have some good wrestlers. Like he oh. had Magnus. Madness. Who's Madness? Magnus. Magnus. I don't know who Magnus is. The British guy. Um, what's his name? He's been gladiators. Um, oh, him. Nick Aldis. Right. He was Nick Aldis. I'm. I'm going to Google him. I'm Magnus. In TNA, the yeah, I mean gladiators, yeah, like the old gladiators with Wolf and stuff. No, the oh, new gladiators. Oh, okay. I thought it meant the classic one. No, I, I, I'll be honest. I'm not not familiar with this lad. Alright, no mind. But <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he's quite good. So he was in Global Force. So you know what happened. Because because uh, uh, TNA had that weird financial situation where they were just leaking money everywhere and like not getting ratings and stuff. Yeah, they sort of combined TNA and Global Force Wrestling mm-hmm. and meshed it all into like together, <clears throat> and they created one like TNA Global Force Champion. Right, but then of course that folded as well within like a year, like that whole relationship because there was some more dodgy financial issues. Oh, man. Right. And um, Global Force is still around, but what Global Force do now is they do, they've do they gone into the indie circuit, and you know the NWA belt? Yep. They're licensed to use that, so now it's called NWA Global Force. Oh, right. So but you know how weird it is? They don't have regular shows, so they only have shows like once every three months. Wait, is this the NWA run by the Smashing Pumpkins guy? Yeah, you, you know, the uh, Endo- National Wrestling Association. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, like, that guy from Smashing Pumpkins own it now. Like, he owns the NWA. I know who you're on about, but I don't think you... He used to own TNA, didn't he? The yeah. Smashing Pumpkins guy. I don't know if mm-hmm. he owns the NWA... But he used to own TNA and like it went to shit, didn't he? 
Oh really? Did it, did it go shit because of him? I mean, you're best off googling it to look in. It's hard to explain sort of what happened, but there was some dodgy dealings, and then he ended up uh, suing TNA. Yeah, I remember he when he sued Dixie Carter or something. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he does still run TNA. I mean NWA, not TNA. He, he does run NWA, National Wrestling. Yeah, I think he runs it as like a separate entity. Wait, he runs the National Wrestling Alliance. Yeah, I think he puts on shows and stuff. Yeah, he does, but the, what's weird about the shows is mm-hmm. they don't come on often. Really? Yeah, they, it's not a weekly sh- program anyway. And you know how fucked up it is? Nick Aldis has been their heavyweight champion mm-hmm. for like two years. Uh, and how many people has he wrestled? Like four. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's T.O.R.T.'s all over again. Yeah, he, he's on the MMA fighter schedule, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the UFC champ schedule. Um, but yeah, the but what I'm trying to say about the indies is sort of like mm-hmm. loads of indie organizations have just boomed over the last year or so. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of competition in that middle sector. Like WWE is still miles ahead of all of them, but like Impact Wrestling, uh, NXT, um, Lucha Underground is that one? Lucha Lucha Underground, yeah, but they mm-hmm. they have a very uh specific audience with a thingy uh, for me mm-hmm. they're quite popular but I, I don't want to put them in this same sort of category because theirs is really Mexican I can't see oh, Lucha okay. Underground being like you know a global appeal not like New Japan New Japan mm-hmm. has great global appeal there's another one yeah. New Japan's boomed oh cool really because of the Bullet Club who is this Bullet Club I keep hearing about? You've never heard of the Bullet Club? I've heard of the Bullet Club, but I don't know who they are. So the they Bullet done. Club is basically, it's New Japan's answer to the NWA. NWA, oh. sorry. But yeah. it's sort of like, there's been loads of really good wrestlers that have been part of the Bullet Club, and you like join and leave and join and leave. Really? So yeah. who's like... Who's the main guy in the Bullet Club? And is he still in the Bullet Club? Right now, it'll be uh, Haku's son, I think. Uh, oh, shit. Haku's son. Haku's in the Bullet Club as well, I think. Awesome. I love Haku. Yeah. <laughs> Who does the Tongan death grip. Yeah, he still does it. Awesome. Um, trans think um Hacker was apparently like the toughest wrestler ever that is true did, did, did i tell you what happened between him and what culture what happened so what culture we're doing a um uh, what do you what do you call in wrestling terms a shoot is that it yeah, yeah when you have a, like a real fight or do you mean like Not like a fake fight that you know you pretend is real oh yeah that's a worked shoot a work shoot. That's yeah. all what culture we're doing, right? Um, and they were doing the what culture versus a uh, bullet club at the like bullet club. By the way, has a massive cult following, right? Massive, and uh, like they'd come, uh, they'd 
gone to America and mm. they had like a bullet club barbecue with like hundreds of people there, thousands maybe. Oh wow. Yeah, well, yeah, it was it was quite like thingy. Um entertaining. Now they were doing a um a work shoot with them, right? So what culture just pretended to like, you know, just be assholes throughout the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was all recorded and everything. Um, so what yeah. culture would just go around swearing at him and shit. And um, uh, Thingy's son, uh, Haku's son, is like now the main Bullet Club member. Like he's the face of the Bullet yeah. Club. His name's mm-hmm. Tamatonga. Now he was in on it, right? So he knew it was a work, but no one told Haku. Oh, right. Bloody hell. No, 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 you know where this is going, don't you? Yep. So, like, they were all like pushing each other. <laughs> Haku got angry, like, who the fuck are you? Ran past Rampage to everyone and jumped on him. On Rampage? No, he Rampage past everyone and jumped oh, on right. him. I thought you meant like Quentin Jackson was there. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been class. Yeah, like like in TNA when he owned. Uh, don't even get me started with TNA and using MMA guys. I'll tell you who my uh, favorite Bullet Club member is. Who? It's AJ Styles. Peter. Peter, I think her name is. It's a woman. Yeah. Google her. <laughs> okay, basically, I remember years ago when I was adding a bunch of random Japanese strippers to my Facebook, mm-hmm. one of them I added ended up being, uh, ended up signing with NJPW recently. Oh. oh, I remember that phase. Yeah, that was a very yeah. disturbed phase. Yeah, but like, she's like, got a really good ass. <laughs> she does. Yes. Don't know about the face though. Let me have a look. Oh, she's fine, man. No, she's all right. She is fine. She's fine. Like, my goodness, she's fine. I, I might join the Bullet Club just to, you know, have a chance. Catherine, I hope you listen to this. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> or is he? Oh. Oh, <laughs> you're lucky your wife can understand English. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I'm also lucky I can understand Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> what did these the papers say? <laughs> the language of... In the, in the mail tomorrow. Oh, I don't know what these papers say, but it tells me it's saying here, here, and here. <laughs> Let me Google that one symbol. <laughs> Divorce? <laughs> uh, yep. um, so, yeah, Bullet Club. They've had so many members. They've had a... Uh, what's his name as well? Mm-hmm. That loser from WWE. Um, that? The, if, uh, I'll mostly call him a loser because I've never seen a wrestler get squashed like him. <laughs> Finn Balor. Oh, right. Oh, Finn Balor yeah. was like the original leader of the Bullet Club. Really? Yeah. 
And then AJ Styles took over, and then Kenny Omega took over. Oh, right. So is this like, uh, are they Western wrestlers? Yeah, there's a lot of Western wrestlers in the Bullet Club. Oh, right. You know, after we're done with this, I'll send you like sort of clips of what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you get New Japan, you get that, and Major League Wrestling. Do you remember Major League Wrestling? Um, Macho Man used to be. Oh in yeah, it. yeah, I remember Major League Wrestling. Uh, Mike Awesome, and that—that that was like when I watched it. That was a bit like in ECW. Yeah. Thing. They used to have that stupid double ring. Did they? Yeah, they, their gimmick was basically to have two rings next to each other. Was that early in the MLW or? I think it was towards the end of MLW. Are they still going? So what happened was they folded and now they've come back, but they've come back like hardcore. They've got some great wrestlers now. I think, does Jim Cornette work for them? I think he does. Jim Cornette works for him. Um, but like they got Austin Aries. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, let me go on their website because I'll name some of the wrestlers they got. Yeah, Do you know Austin Aries? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So they got Austin Aries. They got uh, Tom Watson. Uh, not Tom Watson. What's his name? Why was I thinking Tom Watson there? The yeah. UFC fighter. Tom Lawler. Tom Lawler, yeah. Yeah. He, 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 Tom Lawler was their champion. Oh, cool. Mm. Um, How, does he wrestle like a wrestler or like an MMA guy? Like an MMA guy. Cool. They got Le Park. Sorry. <laughs> Did you hear that? No, what was that? I farted. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, they've got Tom Lawler and they got Le Park. Le Park? Yeah. You mean Le Parker? No, Le Park. So, he's, oh, uh, Le Park is Park. like son. Yeah, yeah. No, and no, it's... It's the original Lepaga, but he had to change his name because of, like, legal reasons. Oh, really? I thought yeah. it was, like a, like, a son or some Fucking hell, he's old as shit. Unless his son has taken over. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, it's you just... know what? It might it might be him because he weighs 302 pounds. So he's probably oh, yeah. put weight on over the years. Oh, yo, by the way, um. The, the the guy who took off the Le Parker name, he died in a match. Did he? Yeah, he did, suic- he did a suicide dive. And his yeah. foot got caught in the rope and he just fell onto the concrete on his head. Oh, nasty. Yeah, it's a nasty one, man. Real nasty. Oh, you're going to love this. Guess who's on? Uh, who else is on the card on their roster? Who? Davy Boy Smith. Oh, Harry Smith. Is he Harry yeah. Smith? David Boy Smith now. David Boy Smith Jr. now. Cool. Uh, low key. Wait, what happened to David Boy Smith Jr. in WWE? He he had an attitude problem, so they chucked him out, and now he's joined MLW after like 10 years, 20 years. What do you do between them? Indies. Oh, cool. So uh, that's why I'm, I'm like, that's why you like it. Dave Boy Smith Jr. is in this. 
Um, Loki. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, King Mo Lawal. Oh, yeah, King Mo. <laughs> Savio Vega. Savio Vega? Yeah. Bloody hell. He's been around for a long time. Yeah, I know. Um, that's it, basically. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. Pretty. Conan's on the... Uh, uh, is a manager in it. <laughs> Conan. Does he still wrestle? No. Um, you know what? Conan never got the credit he deserved. Uh, he was like super famous in Mexico for a while. Yeah, but you know why he deserved credit? Because right. he, for me personally, mm-hmm. and like the more I look into wrestling, he was sort of like the guy who opened the door for all the Mexican wrestlers to come in uh, uh, yeah. American wrestling. Yeah, like Rey Mysterio and all them. Eddie Guerrero and all them. He he opened the door for them. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you want Vince? Did I mention the Max Moon thing last time? I think I did. Did he? Maybe. Like, uh, he was supposed to play the character of Max Moon, who Vince loved because uh, it was a character he could um, market as a, like an action figure because. He came to the ring shooting out like streamers and stuff from his wrists. Yeah. And so like Vince was like, Oh, that's a lot of money. And then hmm. what Conan decided to go against decided not to go with WWE or something. I don't know the whole story. It's probably a lot more interesting than I make it out to be. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh then um I've uh, been going a while now, Chris. I think uh, we should call it a night. Sure. Bit of an abrupt ending, but <laughs> I've yep. run out of things to say. All right, cool. What about yeah, you? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much spent as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll uh, call this one a night. Thank you for listening, guys, if you're still away. If not, this will really help you to get asleep. I'm sure it will. I'm sure my soothing voice. Yes. You relax. Yes. And mine too. Good night, <laughs> everybody. And sweet dreams. Why did your voice sound so sexual? Oh, did it? Sweet dreams. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> your sexy voice, I suppose. And on that bombshell, we're ending the recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs>